0: Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Heidi St. John podcast. Today is Monday, the 5th of August. This is episode number 801, and I have a very special guest on the show with me today. My husband is here, and we're gonna reminisce a little bit about God's faithfulness in our lives, particularly as it relates to the podcast as we celebrated our 800th episode. Stick around, I know you're gonna be encouraged. All right, so you guys, my goodness, thank you so much for reaching out. You have been great about entering the giveaway that we're doing. Remember I told you that we're gonna be doing a bundle giveaway this time, and it's very easy to enter. We just, we wanna say thank you. It's just our way of celebrating, and so we're gonna be giving some stuff away. And if you go over to Instagram and give a shout out to the podcast, all you gotta do is tag me at Heidi St. John. And for each unique shout out or story, or post, we will count that as an entry. So you've got until Friday, to tag me, all right? So Friday, August 9th, and that's when we're gonna shut it down and that's when we're gonna start picking the winners. Also, if you want to leave a review on iTunes, we will enter those also in the drawings. And all you gotta do is leave a review, take a screenshot of it and share it on Instagram. And then finally, MomStrong International. If you're not already a member there, it's really easy, you guys. We just reached a milestone. We're over 13,000 members at MomStrong International. So head on over there, create your free account, and log in, click on the chat room, and then type in your reply to the question marked pound 800 or hashtag 800 giveaway that's how simple it is and we're going to be giving away bundles on august the 9th and submissions are open through that time so celebrate with us we are so excited about what god is doing i'm going to be in Summit, missouri on the 24th of august for my women's conference faith that speaks we're going to be wrapping up this year's theme miracle worker the life-changing power of following jesus and i just want to encourage you come out and join me and my family our whole family is going to be there so it's going to be a wonderful time. We're excited about that. Speaking of family, my favorite person in the history of people is here today at the show. My husband, Jay St. John, is here, and we're going to be talking a little bit about God's faithfulness and kind of the ups and downs of following Jesus. Speaking of miracle workers, hey, baby, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, it's good to be here.
0: So you uh, you drove quite a ways to be here today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I brought you here. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're right. That's probably true. Well, I'm glad that you're here. You've been engineering the podcast for a really long time
1: It has been a while. Yes.
0: So when did we start this thing? Anyway, it's been
1: Was it 2014? I think so in the
0: fall or something like that. Yeah Um, And I was thinking about this the other day because we've just rounded 800 episodes, which is no
1: joke It's a couple of them. Yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's you, you know, behind the scenes engineering things and taking all my ums out and making me sound better than I really am. Thanks for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Working my magic over here. Working
0: your magic. And I'm trying to remember when we started, we've had a lot of people say, why did you guys start a podcast? And I thought, that's a really great question. And I seem to recall just sort of getting ahead of the podcast curve, just thinking, I wonder if this would be a better way for me to communicate because I like speaking and you like All the sound, you know, the engineering aspect of it. But where were we when we started?
1: Well, I know that we had had kind of dabbled with podcasting with our ministry for a bit. And we'd started and stopped and tried different things. And then when you decided to do a podcast for your ministry... Uh, we did it at U.S. Digital in the radio station yeah. that's there.
0: Yeah, that's right. And they had a studio. It made us feel super important. Yeah,
1: it was great. <laughs> Felt so important in there.
0: <laughs> and we only did it, I think, when we started out. I tried to do like five-minute podcasts, and I just couldn't do it.
1: Yeah, there's just not enough time to get started, have something You know, impactful to say and wrap it up. How do you do that in five minutes?
0: (laughs) I can't do it. Some people do it. I'm really impressed. Like, I saw a guy doing um, the Miracle Minute. A friend of mine is a pastor. He does this thing called Miracle Minute and he shares this amazing biblical wisdom in a minute. And every time he does it, I'm like, How do you do that, man? I I can't do it. I can't even do the intro in less than a minute.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you just have so much to say.
0: (laughs) It's really true. But I was thinking about God's faithfulness to our family over the years. A lot of people ask us how we got into ministry together and What we've been doing and I thought it might be worth it to just take a few minutes and talk about sort of how we got here and where we're going and what the Lord's doing. And you kind of got to take him back to Bible college because that's where we met because you have always been interested in music. Were you always interested in ministry?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, when I was younger, I wanted to go in the Air Force. So if that's a ministry, I guess so. <laughs> well,
0: you know, Air Force and flying high, I guess. No, actually, it's nothing to, Nothing like ministry, except for the terrifying part of it. Maybe the maybe if you're afraid of heights, ministry might be the same thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was for sure when I was um, just graduated from high school that I felt like God wanted me to go to Bible school and I wanted to serve the Lord in whatever way he wanted. And so I was in a band and brought all my music gear down to Multnomah. And, Which
0: is where I met you. Yeah, and that's yeah. where
1: we met. And um, so, yeah, we were doing ministry when we met. Both of us were involved mm-hmm. with ministry at the church when mm-hmm. we had met. So we just haven't stopped.
0: No, and I th- I think that you know we had an idea going into it of what it might be like. You think we thought, oh, we'll work for a church, people will be so great, we can encourage people in their walk with the Lord, and it turns out ministry is pretty hard.
1: Yeah, it really is. You really have a target on your back when you want to follow God. But honestly, I think that's in any place in your life where you choose to follow God, the enemy's not going to be happy with that. And he's going to do what he can to derail you and bring you down. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah,
1: We've experienced our share of that.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think one of the things that uh, you and I, I mean, we just finished speaking in Phoenix and we did it in Los Angeles a few weeks before that, talking about how God doesn't do anything apart from a kingdom purpose. And when he brings us together as a husband and wife, it's because he's doing something with us together that we couldn't do necessarily apart. And really everything that we've done has been a part of that. And so I was hoping today to sort of speak to that, just the faithfulness of God and what it takes to follow the passions that, that God is giving. And one of the questions you get a lot when we're out on the road is, is this always what you thought you'd be doing?
1: No, no, <laughs> it's not.
0: <laughs> did you think you'd have seven kids?
1: No, nope, I did no. not think I'd have seven kids. I didn't think I'd be married to such a beautiful lady either. Oh my
0: goodness, 20 points. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so it a lot of things about my life are not what I thought, but that's kind of the joy of following God is letting him do what he wants to do. And as he shapes you and leads you and uses you, it just takes you down to places that you probably don't think you could or, you know, would have gone and that's part of the fun of it, I think. There's a joy. I t- People ask all the time, how do you do so many different things? And we always tell people, well, we're doing what God asks us to do, and he makes it happen somehow. There's a joy that we find in doing it, and it, it definitely is beyond what we have the time for, the money for, the um, uh, stamina for. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Well and it's it's a really I think it's a yielding, you know, it definitely has been for all of our married life. We've coming up on thirty years, for goodness sake. Has That's, it been that long? Yes. No. Yes. How long are you married, Annie?
1: Almost thirty years. <laughs> Not waiting, long enough. I was waiting
0: for you to say it. Not long enough. <laughs> You're old. Your old standby. And one of the things that, that early on, and I think this, I'm hoping this is encouraging to couples that are listening to this today, is we really determined when we were very young, because I was 19 when we got married and you were 21, that we wanted to do something for the Lord together. We felt like that we would be stronger together, that we accomplished more together. And we had kind of a... Uh, backward idea of <laughs> what that would look like, because I think we thought it would be a lot more romantic than it actually is. Turns out it's hard work, but it's also grown us up in incredible ways. So talk to the couple with me, Jay, for just a minute, who's thinking about their own unique strengths, about where we started, kind of looking at our unique strengths, and we were in a different season of life. So when, when you know, in 1989, when we got married and went straight into ministry, we were just in a different season of life, you know, no children, and then eventually, you know, we had seven children and eventually started homeschooling. And so we've really, the Lord's taken us through different seasons and it hasn't always looked the same.
1: Yeah, that's right. And when we started out, it was more, I, I thought, you know, the band, that side of things was going to grow. You guys were pretty hot. And I mean, the
0: band was pretty cool. Come thank on. Thank you. It was pretty cool. And you looked good with your mullet. <laughs> and you guys got to open for Petra.
1: Yeah, and many at others the, at too. The, yeah, yeah, at the
0: Coliseum. That was pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, so I really thought that's where things would go and then begin working at the church where we met. And, mm-hmm. In Portland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I became a worship pastor there and we were doing choir and worship team and you were doing the worship team word and we did plays. And
0: Well, I thought just whatever and- you were doing, I wanted to... Yeah. I wanted to do it, too. I wanted to help. And I couldn't be the director, so I thought, well, I'll stand in the back with cue cards.
1: Right. And as we <laughs> went along and, and we were doing that, things were great. But over time, especially moving to different churches where it just didn't – that didn't fit quite as well. And, it, and also all the kids we had. Um, all I mean, those, all those pesky kids. Yeah, that concerned me a little bit, <laughs> just like, you know, seeing how we weren't working together quite as much. But then when the homeschooling happened and the co-op started at our church, wow, that just really – and my mind just took off and was like, something is really unique here, and God's wired us to work together to do this in a pretty big way.
0: And that was when you started praying about, Lord, do you want me to stop this full-time job that I'm doing, because you were pastoring full-time, and step away and minister to homeschoolers. Yeah, And that was no joke.
1: Yeah, no, that was a, it was a big faith step for from my side of things. I felt like I'm responsible for providing for my family, and how can that happen when we're just trusting the Lord?
0: Yeah. <laughs> How can that
1: happen? And you know what, folks? I've learned he actually does take care of you when you follow him.
0: Yeah. It's it's an amazing thing, and it only happens when you take that step of faith. And That's I right. remember one point uh, in particular. I mean, this was a long time ago. I was doing devotions with the kids. You were at work. And I've been reading through the Old Testament with our younger kids and uh, actually with our older kids. What am I saying? They're older they were, now. <laughs> yeah, they were old, they're older now. They're all in their 20s now. But they were, you know, 8 and 10 and 12. And we were we were talking about how the Lord um, set the twelve tribes of Israel apart. In particular, He called the Levites. And I remember looking over at Skylar, and he was raising his hand on the couch. Not like I asked the kids to raise their hand, so it was kind of a weird thing for him to do. But he was just, you know, stretching his arm way up in the air. He's like, "Mom, mom, mom!" And I said, "Skylar, you know, be quiet. We're reading the Bible, <laughs> you know." And finally, I I was like, "What, Skylar?" And he said, "Mom, we're the Levites. We're the Levites." God has set us apart. We're supposed to work. We're supposed to do the ministry part of it. And I just there was something that just happened in my heart. Do you remember this? And I called you at work and I was just bawling like, Jay, we're the Levites, you know, and that was kind of the beginning of of us going, we're going to do this thing.
1: That was definitely in that time when we were wrestling with, should I step down from the church to pursue this full time? Mm-hmm. Because we were so busy with it, anyways, it was yeah. becoming a full time job, anyhow. So, right. yeah.
0: Well, just seeing the signs. I mean, just looking. I think people sometimes wonder, you know, if if you know, when when you are doing exactly what God wants you to do, then everything's going to line up, and you're going to know, and God's going to speak to you, and it doesn't work that way.
1: Yeah. Well, there definitely is signs that we have that God shows us. I tell people all the time, you know, we learn from Henry Blackaby's experiencing God. Mm-hmm. There's definitely signs that. You, know, you can look at to know when God's leading you, and all those things we talked and prayed about many times in those days. But even when, even when, because I remember I had, I remember having five things, you know, on, you know, five fingers on one hand holding them up and saying, <laughs> These five things, I, these are the five reasons I can't remember what they were now, but <laughs> one by one, they just were taken away. I'm like, Wow, I have no more reasons not to do this. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, God. So, but it was, a di- it was difficult for me to take that step. Yeah.
0: And, and it was difficult once you did it because absolutely. really, things did not fall into place no. like we had hoped they would. And we struggled financially, I mean, yeah. really struggled. And I remember driving somewhere and where we were going somewhere, I remember going through our mail and looking at the mortgage payment and just, I just burst into tears just sitting there thinking, wow, I don't know how we're gonna pay, I don't know how we're gonna do this. And the Lord had been providing for us because I'm like manna from heaven, you know, <laughs> in kind of strange ways. And I remember you saying something that so impacted me. You said, you know, Heidi, I wonder what would happen if instead of us freaking out, if we just thank the Lord because we trusted his provision and we knew that God was going to provide. And we did that. we I mean, your drive, I think we're heading towards Seattle. Mm-hmm. And we just started thanking the Lord. Like, thank you, Lord, that you've already provided for this mortgage payment. Thank you that you that you see the situation that we're in and you are faithful and we trust you. And wouldn't you know it?
1: Yeah. And I don't know that I was that. Hyper spiritual. I just remember us recounting the previous three months, I think it had been where every month we had done the exact same thing. You know, we Freaking down, out. get to the third week of the month <laughs> mm-hmm. and the bookkeeper would call and say, There just isn't enough money to you know to pay Yeah, our little what?
0: nonprofit that just had yeah. we we say, we used to say we put the non in nonprofit. <laughs>
1: that's right. But yet every month, it usually was on the last day of the month, um the money would come in and we were able to pay our bills. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. where it brought that about. It's like look. God keeps providing every month, even though he waits to the last second, it feels like. Yeah, rarely early. That's right. Never, never late. late. So, yeah, so it just seemed logical to me that let's just praise God because he looks like that's what he's going to do is just mm-hmm. wait to the last second every month. And let's, if that's how he works, And let's praise him for what he's going to do with the last second. Yeah. So, I mean, it still was hard. I mean, we we still had some hard things that happened during those days. But God has provided. God has blessed and walked us through and taught us like crazy. Mm-hmm. Grown us, really, up. grown us up. And I really do, looking back and looking at even how we are now and what we do together, just seeing how God uniquely brought us to a place to use the things He'd equipped us to do to do something greater than we are individually on our own.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember you telling me one time, because uh, I never planned on speaking. And the only reason I even did it was because somebody didn't show up for an event and they asked me to fill in. <laughs> and one thing sort of led to another. And I remember you telling me, after I don't even know where we were at a particular event that I had spoken, just something simple, and you came up and said, "You have a gift. Like that's you should use that gift more." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, five five little kids. I mean, we had two more kids after that." But you saw something that you wanted uh, that you wanted to see me grow in, and I think that's a really unique thing that you did for me. And seeing in each other the gifts that God's uniquely given us, like I see so many giftings in you and you've been using those gifts for the Lord as long as I've known you. And to take the gifts that God has given you and blend them with the the gifts that God has given me where there's not a competition and not a who's out front or who's on first or the Lord really does amazing things through it. And it doesn't look like any of us ever thinks it will. I think that's kind of a big thing to know.
1: Yeah. God takes the little bit that we are willing to be obedient with and then multiplies it. And we've seen that in our, you know, in our family. I mean, even just looking around where we're sitting right now, it's just like, how in the world did we get here? Well, we got here because God asked asked us to do something and we're like, really God? Okay. We'll take this step. And then it's like, he just does a much bigger thing. And then we take another step and, and that's just how it, for us, anyhow, that's how God has, has led and, and used us. And, it is a joy, as I mentioned earlier. It's a joy to see all that. It doesn't always make sense in man's economy, but I think that's what God often wants because He wants us to give Him the glory and not pat ourselves in the back because we're just not that good. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you're right.
0: So we, so we, we think that the Lord's calling us to do something, and we step out in faith and we say, "Okay, hey, Lord, we're gonna, we're gonna do this." We, we think we hear Your voice, and some things go really well, and other things are really hard and really painful. But I think something that we've learned and you've been particularly instrumental in this because I probably would have given up. You're the one who's like, don't give up. I I think one of the nice things about our 30 year uh, union is that we've never both been so discouraged at the same time that we just throw in the towel. Like usually when I'm discouraged, you're you're feeling pretty good. And when you're discouraged, I'm like, come on, we got this.
1: Yeah, I think that's I think God does that on purpose. Yeah,
0: I think that must be the Lord. And I remember starting the podcast, sitting in that little that little studio And we would try something and we, how many downloads we get like that first,
1: whatever it was. I remember, I don't remember, I mean, it probably was less than this, but I remember at one point having 200 downloads. Yeah, (laughs) I don't remember where it was. I just remember thinking, wow, we've got 200 downloads. This is amazing. This is amazing. 200 (laughs) people are being encouraged because of what (laughs) what we're bringing.
0: Yeah. And those little things, that little encouragement uh, and the willingness to say, hey, we're going to get up tomorrow and we're going to. We're gonna do it again and we're gonna to try to get better and say, Lord. And then there was a season where we had to put it down yeah. for a while. I think it was right after Sailor was born. Yeah. And we took a break from it because I just could not juggle the we, newborn and you were
1: having some health problems too.
0: Yeah. So. so a lot yeah, that's right. A lot of things going on. And then we picked it up again and you had this great idea to say, Hey, let's try like a you know, it's a, because remember we tried an hour. I thought, Oh, I'll do an hour. Yeah. We tried five minutes. Eh, can well,
1: do it. We, it was five day, five minutes every day, yeah. and then we thought, let's do an hour once a week. And I couldn't, yeah. And it was just too long.
0: Yeah, too long. And so you thought, what if we did like a short podcast? You know, enough to get something in there three times a week, and yeah. we can. And when you know it, it uh, actually worked. It had, that actually worked? And you were looking at um at how many downloads we've had now, and I wrote this down because it's astonishing. In whatever eight years we've been doing this, how many years is that? Don't make me do math. Twenty fourteen. Don't make me do math. But we are at twenty eight million six hundred eighty eight thousand seven hundred twenty four downloads. That's a lot of people.
1: It's a lot of downloads.
0: It's yeah. a lot of downloads. That's a one, lot of people too. Could, it could be, be one, one person, one dude, out
1: there just <laughs> downloading it over, <laughs> over and over and over. And over. <laughs> uh,
0: but that. <laughs> and if that's
1: the case, thank you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> but it's it's been uh, I guess you know a part of our heart in doing this today is I know that there are people married couples in particular and young people too who aren't married but just they want to follow God it requires a persistence of just saying lord even when it's difficult even when i don't think it's going well even when i've only got 200 downloads and i don't think anyone's listening to persist in what you've asked me to do and along the way we get to see the faithfulness and the goodness of god
1: Yeah, absolutely. It really is a joy. And it's, you know, it's kind of like like you're always saying, hey, you know, if God had a refrigerator, your face would be on it. Your picture would be on it. That's what you say. If God had a refrigerator, your picture would be on it. And it's kind of like that. It's like I feel that when, you know, when we're doing what God's asked us and we're just thinking, there's no way this is going to work. And then it does. And you're like, (laughs) wow, how's this even happening? And it it just… I really believe it's God blessing and and doing it, and it's like He's smiling and putting your picture on His refrigerator.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's a beautiful analogy of the heart of God for His kids, and even when it doesn't work, even when we—I mean, there've been a hundred million things I feel like that you and I have tried that were like, "Well, that didn't work." <laughs> but we don't talk about those things. <laughs> we don't talk. We don't talk about those things. We have those little these little conferences. You know, well, that didn't work. Start start that over again. But I have appreciated so much, Jay, your willingness to just say, hey, let's let's keep trying this and see where the Lord takes it. And the same thing is true of the Homeschool Resource Center. We prayed for this place for 15 years, just tried things that didn't work. And there are seasons of loneliness, truly, and isolation, and, uh, and yet God was still at work. He was still at work. God's still at work, even when it's dark, even when you can't see him. Uh, he's still at work, and I think it's it's worth reminding people that the Bible teaches us that He who began a good work is faithful to complete it, and uh, that's a that this is an exciting time to be a Christian.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're always saying, you know, we live in the Northwest, and it's kind of crazy out here if you haven't seen the news <laughs> or listened to the news.
0: That's my nervous laugh. <laughs>
1: But we always tell people, "Hey, light shines brighter in the darkness." Yeah, you're right. And I think you know when our lives, when because we definitely go through times. I don't know why God does this, but He's just quiet, and you're like, "Lord, please, Lord." I mean, I we went through seasons where I remember just crying out to the Lord, like, "Lord, what do we do now?" Yeah, and um, you're so
0: quiet. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I mean, I just think He has us. He wants us to uh, trust Him, lean on Him, and you know there it definitely is. It's kind of like a trial when you go through those things. And all those things, looking back on those times, it's grown me. It's grown us, you know. And we've had to just go, you know what? This is, we know God has to go this direction to do this thing. Let's just keep at it until we hear what He says next. Mm -hmm. Until
0: He really closes the door. Or
1: closes the door so you can't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and we've had him close the door on some things too. Yeah, and um, that's certainly been the case. And I think those parts are very, very difficult because that means when you see, hey, the Lord's not blessing this anymore. He was blessing it for a season, but he isn't anymore. Now you got to open your hand and release it. And we certainly did that with first class. We've done that with several things, you know that that we poured our heart and soul into, and it didn't it didn't go the way we wanted it to. And yet later, you know, sometimes even years down the road, you can start to go, oh. I see. That's what the Lord was doing. Yeah, He's faithful.
1: That's right. He is. He's good.
0: He's good all the time. Well, babe, I appreciate you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you. 800 podcasts. Wow. I don't know how you have so much to say. <laughs> I, I think that all the time when I'm mixing podcasts and I'm like, how in the world you come up with more stuff to talk about? <laughs> but you do.
0: Because, you know, the world's always changing. And because, and actually, this is, it maybe turned out to be a good thing for you because I can get some of my like 700 million (laughs) words out in the podcast. Maybe it's
1: quieter at home in the evening that way. Is that what you're thinking? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Could be. It could be. I don't know. I I don't
0: know. know. Well, we sure appreciate the audience and everybody listening and uh, sharing the podcast with your friends. And uh, we read every single review that you guys leave on iTunes. I even read the one from that crabby lady last week who said that I viewed the world through unjust an unjust lens, I think. On an unjust scale, I think is what she said. And initially I was kind of kind of wounded and then I was like, no, nah, I guess, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Right. So we read those and for the most part we're very encouraged. So thanks, everybody, for leaving reviews. Thanks for sharing it, for helping us get to 28 million downloads. It's kind of an amazing thing. And we appreciate your prayers and your support. If you guys want to support the ministry, uh, you can certainly do that financially. Uh, we really need your prayers. Uh, absolutely. We're here now in the studio. We d- we did this podcast for a long time out of our closet.
1: I know. I thought we were going to talk about that. That's right. We yeah. started in the – once we moved home from U.S. Digital, yeah. it was just easier to do them at home. Yep. And we did it in the closet because it's quieter in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The clothes will absorb the sound. The problem is it's not very big. So you're <laughs> really claustrophobic in there. And I couldn't see through the door. So I would shut the door <laughs> while you talked and I just could hear you. Yeah. We were doing that for quite a while. We did
0: that for quite a while. Let me move to the school room a little bit.
1: That's right. And, and that worked pretty good. That pretty and Actually, good. That, that room was quieter than, than I thought it would be. Only a
0: few people heard us yell at the kids. That's right. So that was good. Or
1: the kids yelling. <laughs> Right. Down, you know, outside the door.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yep. And then uh, about a year and a half ago, we moved here yeah. to the studios our Friendly Planted Family, which is
1: it's amazing. amazing. I mean, there could be kids screaming and yelling and banging and whatever else they're doing out there. And it is quiet as yeah. anything in here. It's yeah, amazing. it's
0: amazing. It's amazing. Well, speaking of amazing, I'm looking out the window of the studio right now and our son has just arrived. So that's kind of fun. <laughs> it's fun to see what the Lord's doing, even as our kids have grown. That's I mean, right. 800 episodes, they were a lot a lot smaller when we started in this That's podcast. Right. So we just want to take a little bit of time when, since we never do this and just tell you guys thank you for listening. And uh, we really appreciate it.
1: Yep. Thank you very much.
0: All right, you guys, if you want any questions or if you've got a question that you want to send me to Mailbox Monday, please send it to podcast at the Busy mom. Com. We love you guys. Thanks for celebrating this milestone with us. Stay faithful. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.